Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hey everyone, Jane here. Excited to jump into uh, episode three of our Battle Plan series. Um, my microphone is being so weird today, so I'm just going to try to hold it, I guess. Um, apologies in advance if the if the sound gets wonky. Um really excited to be back this one was actually a request we had someone reach out um who wanted us to cover um the battle of prayer and i think this is actually so good because first of all i think that thinking about prayer as a battle is a great thing because when we are battling for something it means that we think it's important and prayer is really important and if we're struggling to pray and we're battling for that that is a good thing and God desires that for us. He wants us to fight for the things that are good and prayer is a good thing. Um, So really, really excited to kind of think about this from that lens today. Um, Specifically thinking about how we can set ourselves up to pray well, um, because I think so much of the battle of prayer is just getting to prayer. Um, And once we're in prayer, you know, we can let the Holy Spirit work and it's, you know, I, I think it's like a workout. No one ever regrets time spent in prayer because it really does... I think set a foundation for our day, bring clarity to us, instill us with uh, with peace. Um, and it, it's an investment in that relationship with Jesus, which again is really what prayer is. It's a conversation with Jesus who is someone who knows our hearts and loves us um, and desires our best and desires our good. And so that's what I want to talk about today is how we can approach prayer um, in a smart way and in a good way and in a way that it not only, you know, we know is a good thing for us, but is something that we can feel the fruits of. So basically, I just have, you know, a couple hot takes on prayer, have hot takes on everything, but my hot takes on prayer are this. Um, I think the reason that we avoid prayer and the reason we don't run to prayer like we should um, is because we are, we, we do not want to bring things on our heart to Jesus. And there's two reasons for this, right? Like one of them is that we could be ashamed um, of the things that, you know, either we're struggling with or longing for, um, maybe sins that have just been, you know, a part of our story. Um, maybe we're embarrassed that we haven't been to prayer in a while. Um, we're embarrassed of the way maybe we've been gossiping or, you know, not not praying. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's a thing that we can be ashamed of and we don't want to bring to prayer. Um, and so, you know, sh- shame can drive us away from prayer and, you know, is a great tool of the enemy to keep us from praying. Um, but the other thing I think that, you know, hurts us in our, in our battle for prayer is when we do go to prayer, but we keep things on the surface and we don't actually open up about what's going on in our hearts and open up about the places, you know, that we do need healing or that we need redemption or that we need hope. Um, and so it's in this shame, right, that I think the enemy is so effective in keeping us out of prayer. Um, and so what I want to just kind of think about is this analogy that I'm sure many of you have heard, which is this idea that, you know, when you're on the phone with your best friend, like I just had a great phone call with one of my best friends. Um, you know, you don't hold things back. Um, both of us are super open. We're super vulnerable. You know, we'll share things that we haven't even totally thought through because it feels like a safe place for us to, you know, say something. And, and if, if it's wrong, you know, we can have a discussion about that. Um, we can share what's on our hearts. We can share our disappointments, our longings, you know, our fears. Um, we can share funny things, right? Like we'll share funny stories and we are sharing stories of, you know, the past week. Um, 
and we can just share these things with each other, right? Because we have this foundation of a friendship. Um, we trust one another and we love getting on the phone and catching up. Like that is a huge joy for both of us is getting to connect. And I want to hear her opinions on things. I want to know what she thinks about, you know, decisions I'm making or things happening in my life. And I think, you know, she knows that I want to hear from her too. Like it's such, it's such a valuable time, right? To catch up. Um, and this is no different from with Jesus, right? Like Jesus is our friend. And I know that sounds like such cheesy, you know, Christian lingo, but really like he desires to know what's on our hearts. And even though he knows what's on our hearts, right? We can get caught in this idea of like, well, he already knows what I'm going to pray about. So like, I don't need to do that. Um, but the reality is that like, he longs to hear it from us. And you build relationship with someone by investing in conversations and by um, sharing, sharing your heart, sharing the things that are good, the things that are hard. That's where relationships begin and that's how they are strengthened. And so it's the same with prayer. The more time we spend in prayer, the more we're able to actually push through shame and open up to, to Jesus about the things that are frustrating us or um, you know, the things that we want, our desires, um, things that are happening in our lives, you know, you know, struggles of pe- with people around us or of people around us. Those are all things that Jesus wants us to bring to him in prayer. And so, you know, really trying to understand the root of our hesitation to pray is really, really important. And I think a lot of times it's that shame of, um, of, you know, not wanting to share something with him or, you know, going into prayer, spending a few minutes just being like, thank you so much for, for my life and for all these good things. And, you know, I pray for, for this. And I mean, again, any step towards prayer is a good step towards prayer, but Jesus is there and wants a deep relationship with us. And so when we can recognize prayer as an opportunity to grow in relationship and to listen, um, it becomes a more fruitful activity and a more fruitful practice. Um, and he's always there, right? Like, you know, my friend, my best friends, I know I could call them at any time. And unless they're in a meeting or doing something else, like they want to talk. And Jesus is the same. If you've ever heard the I thirst meditation from Mother Teresa, um, you'll know that the the Lord is, he's always knocking at the door, door of our hearts and he desires to know us and to be close to us. And actually, I think at the end of this episode, I'll read the I thirst meditation and just, you know, we'll invite you to just close your eyes and, and meditate on that if you have a moment, um, because it really is such a good reminder that um, the Lord is always waiting for us and is always ready to receive us no matter um, where we are. So just thinking about some super practical steps for prayer, um, a great way to get into this habit or protect this habit is to set aside time for prayer. Um, I I like to do it first thing in the morning because it starts my day well, um, but, but I know lots of people who have really fruitful prayer at night. If I do it at night, I just fall asleep. So Think about what works for you and if you're able to set that time aside. Um, another great strategy, and this is just for habits in general, is using the strategy of pairing. So pair either um, you know something you really love or something you want with prayer. So for example, for me, I pair my coffee with prayer. So every morning I drink my coffee and pray. And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm getting out of bed. I get this time with Jesus and I also get my coffee. Um, that works well for me. Um, you could also try like maybe no social media until you've prayed that day. So maybe you don't pray in the morning, but you don't, you know, expose yourself to social media until you've prayed. Um, you could go for prayer walks. That's something I love is, is going on a nice rosary walk. So go on prayer walks, um, but make it a habit, right? You can pair it with something helpful that will make it, um, an easier habit to build for you. 
Um, another huge piece of advice is spiritual reading. So if you're really struggling on prayer or if you're experiencing a kind of like a, a drier season, picking up some books can be a really helpful way to kind of enter back into that space um, of, of holiness and prayer. Um, some of my favorite books are Searching for and Maintaining Peace, In the School of the Holy Spirit, Time for God, Consoling the Heart of Jesus. I can go on and on. And if you've read those and are looking for more, shoot me a message. But I will link those in the um, show notes so you can find those books. Um, and hopefully they'll be helpful in terms of getting to know, you know, the heart of God and really entering into that time of prayer. I mean, I can tell you, I've read Searching for and Maintaining Peace so many times. My book is tattered and written all over. Um, and many times I'll literally read one paragraph. And then after the one paragraph, it will take me the rest of my prayer time to just meditate on that and to just reflect on what that what that paragraph meant and what it was saying to me and how the Lord was speaking through that. Um, and that's where spiritual reading is so good is it, it, it isn't a substitute for scripture, but it is a, um, something that calls us closer to, sorry, my phone's going off. Um, it is something that calls us closer to, you know, understanding God and, and it points us to God and it points us to scripture. So don't, don't replace it. Don't replace scripture in your prayer with that. But spiritual reading is a really beautiful way to just, um, enter into the, um, the practice of prayer. Another great, um, you know, thing to think about is getting a spiritual director. If you can find a spiritual director, that's someone, uh, a priest, a confessor, um, a religious sister, someone who will sit down with you once a month or so and just talk through your prayer. Um, that's really helpful, especially in times where prayer is dry, to go to someone who prays literally six hours a day, four hours a day at least, and say, hey, this isn't working for me, and let them um, guide you. Um, it's super, super helpful, and, you know, it's humbling to ask for help, but it really does help. Um, other things that have really helped me is turning a timer on, like setting a 30 minute timer and then refusing to like do anything until it's done, um, until I've done my prayer. Um, that, that's really helpful. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but that's just how I work. I need to set a timer and it'll, it'll work. Um, I also love entering into prayer and just asking Jesus what he wants to talk to me about and letting him reveal that. So, you know, sometimes we go into prayer with an agenda, um, but thinking about going into prayer instead with, um, a, uh, you know, just an open heart and an open mind. And I'm always so surprised what the Holy Spirit prompts in, um, what the Holy Spirit prompts within our hearts when it comes to prayer. So, um, you know, things to think about. Um, I'm so sorry, my phone, let me go stop it. (laughs) Okay. I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I think thinking very strategically about the ways that you can like let the Lord enter into your prayer. Something else that I've done that was helpful was going through a book of the Bible. So I went through the book of Luke and um, I'm just starting now to go through Matthew, but just reading um, one one passage at a time and meditating on that. Um, there's a practice called Lexio Divina um, in which you read through scripture and then you meditate on it. You can enter into that scene um, and then you just go back over that scripture again and again, and you you let the Lord speak in that. And sometimes it's a word that stands out. Sometimes it's um, a verse. It, it's just always beautiful to see what stands out um, based on uh, kind of where you are and what the Lord desires to show you in that prayer time. So those are things that have helped me. Um, I think ultimately understanding that, you know, prayer is hard. And it is hard for us in the culture we live in to live in a way that... Um, you know, create space because we don't create space. If you think about how much money yoga studios and meditation apps make and these like silent retreat surf retreats and like the Caribbean, like these, these companies and these offerings make so much money because all we want in, in, in this world and what we lack so 
profoundly is silence. And so prayer is that time to enter into silence, which is something we know the ancients knew that silence was important and that reflection was important and that meditating on the things of heaven was so important to us for our health, for our well-being, um, for our creativity, for our, um, for, our, for our ability to do good in the world, right? We need to be able to meditate on those higher things and that's what prayer is. So I hope that this was helpful to you all. Um, as I said before, I want to close with the I Thirst meditation. Um, it's absolutely beautiful and just uh, something that that I think opened my eyes to, you know, what the Lord, what the Lord longs for in prayer and what he desires to show us. So if you have a couple minutes, I just invite you to maybe sit down, close your eyes. If you're driving, you know, you can pause this and come back to it. Um, maybe at the start of your next prayer time. And I just invite you to pray through this with me. Um, all right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is true. I stand at the door of your heart day and night. Even when you are not listening, even when you doubt that it could be me, I am there. I await even the smallest sign of your response, even the least whispered invitation that will allow me to enter. And I want you to know that whenever you invite me, I do come, always, without fail. Silent and unseen I come, but with infinite power and love, bringing the many gifts of my spirit. I come with my mercy, with my desire to forgive and heal you, and with a love for you beyond your comprehension, a love every bit as great as the love I have received from the Father. As much as the Father has loved me, I have loved you. I come longing to console you and give you strength, to lift you up and bind all your wounds. I bring you my light to dispel your darkness and all your doubts, I come with my power that I may carry you and all of your burdens, with my grace to touch your heart and transform your life, and my peace I give to still your soul. I know you through and through. I know everything about you. The very hairs of your head I have numbered. Nothing in your life is unimportant to me. I have followed you through the years, and I have always loved you, even in your wanderings. I know every one of your problems, I know your needs and your worries, and yes, I know all your sins, but I tell you again that I love you, not for what you have or haven't done. I love you for you, for the beauty and dignity my father gave you by creating you in his own image. It is a dignity you have often forgotten, a beauty you have tarnished by sin, but I love you as you are, and I have shed my blood to win you back. If you only ask me with faith, my grace will touch all that needs changing in your life and I will give you the strength to free yourself from sin and all its destructive power. I know what is in your heart. I know your loneliness and all your hurts, the rejections, the judgments, the humiliations. I carried it all before you, and I carry it all for you so you might share my strength and victory. I know especially your need for love, how you are thirsting to be loved and cherished. But how often have you thirsted in vain, by seeking that love selfishly, striving to fill the emptiness inside you with passing pleasure, with the even greater emptiness of sin. Do you thirst for love? Come to me, all you who thirst. I will satisfy you and fill you. Do you thirst to be cherished? I cherish you more than you can imagine, to the point of dying on a cross for you. I thirst for you. Yes, that is the only way to even begin to describe my love for you. I thirst for you. I thirst to love you and to be loved by you. That is how precious you are to me. I thirst for you. 
Come to me, and I will fill your heart and heal your wounds. I will make you a new creation and give you peace even in all your trials. I thirst for you. You must never doubt my mercy, my acceptance of you, my desire to forgive, my longing to bless you and live my life in you. I thirst for you. If you feel unimportant in the eyes of the world, that matters not at all. For me, there is no one any more important in the entire world than you. I thirst for you. Open to me, come to me, thirst for me, give me your life, and I will prove to you how important you are to my heart. Don't you realize that my father already has a perfect plan to transform your life, beginning from this moment? Trust in me. Ask me every day to enter and take charge of your life, and I will. I promise you before my father in heaven that I will work miracles in your life. Why would I do this? Because I thirst for you. All I ask is that you entrust yourself to me completely. I will do all the rest. Even now, I behold the place my Father has prepared for you in my kingdom. Remember that you are a pilgrim in this life, on a journey home. Sin can never satisfy you or bring you the peace you seek. All that you have sought outside of me has only left you more empty. So do not cling to the things of this life. Above all, do not run from me when you fall. Come to me without delay. When you give me your sins, you give me the joy of being your savior. There is nothing I cannot forgive and heal. So come now and unburden your soul. No matter how far you may wander, no matter how often you forget me, no matter how many crosses you may bear in this life, there is one thing I want you to always remember, one thing that will never change. I thirst for you, just as you are. You don't need to change to believe in my love, for it will be your belief in my love that will change you. You forget me, and yet I am seeking you every moment of the day, standing at the door of your heart and knocking. Do you find this hard to believe? Then look at the cross. Look at my heart that was pierced for you. Have you not understood my cross? Then listen again to the words I spoke there, for they tell you clearly why I endured all this for you. I thirst. Yes, I thirst for you. As the rest of the psalm I was praying says of me, I looked for love and I found none. All your life, I have been looking for your love. I have never stopped seeking to love you and to be loved by you. You have tried many other things in your search for happiness. Why not try opening your heart to me right now more than you ever have before? Whenever you do open the door of your heart, whenever you come close enough, you will hear me say to you again and again, not in mere human words, but in spirit. No matter what you have done, I love you for your own sake. Come to me with your misery and your sins with your troubles and needs, and with all your longing to be loved. I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Open to me, for I thirst for you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining. I hope that you enjoyed that meditation. It's just a beautiful one to reflect on. Even reading it was was just such a good such a good moment for me so um thank you for being here i hope that that helps we'll be back next week with the next installment in our battle plan series but until then get back to work i love you all bye so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. 
If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Bye.